Guys, welcome back to another wonderful uh, The Arsenio Buck Perspective Podcast episode. And here I am today and giving you that wonderful optimism. I told you that we were going to be speaking about optimism. And to be honest with you, it is so easy right now to see everything bad. If you look at what happened, uh, I believe it happened over the last five days, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, you know, a bunch of kids uh, and millennials going out to see uh, their beloved, uh, what, what is it, a rapper? I believe he's a rapper by the name of Travis Scott, and eight of them ended up dead due to a crush. Human era. This has happened so many times and happens annually in Saudi Arabia when they have the whole mass get together where they throw rocks into this religious thing to hurt the devil okay religion is religion you do and believe whatever you want but if a thousand people die every year based on a crush that is stupendous what happened in cambodia 10 years ago in regards to the massive crush that had happened and this is all based on literally common sense but nonetheless it's not about those crushes it's about that the loss of life is gone, and it's so easy to say and see how bad humanity is going right now. Climate change, the whole thing that's happening uh, out there with these uh, bullshit-ass world leaders saying, okay, we're going to slash carbon emissions. I don't want to hear anything about the big-ass slides and people dying from flash floods and hurricanes anymore. You guys aren't going to do anything about it. It's up to us, though. See, guys, terrible news in general. So you see that? Like, for the one minute, I just went on a full-on fuck rant about everything wrong in society right now. And to be honest with you, I mean, what good does it do? Focusing on the circle of concern rather than the influence or being a person of change. Being that person who created a systematic process where he picks up tons and tons of trash out of the Pacific Ocean. Like, you gotta be the change. And today we're gonna talk about four big ideas for optimism. See, because you, just like me, could go on these rants and talk about shit that is completely way irrelevant and has no meaning and nothing. It doesn't relate to me whatsoever. Or I could focus on the good, such as me buying, oh my God, this is the most exciting. I bought like a $40 box of chocolates. It's the, if I told my mom about that, she'd probably shoot me right in the face. But it's for my, of course, girlfriend's birthday. The rapid paper is even more unbelievable. Oh my goodness gracious. I love Thailand. I really do. There's nothing like that out there in America. There really isn't. But, you know, me going there and buying a couple of things and buying the holiday knock, it being November 10th, guys, this is how I kick off the season of Festive. I always get myself a bottle of cognac, and I got myself a holiday bottle of cognac, just as I did last year. But this year, it is far more important. It is far more, I mean, it's just going to be rampant celebrations of life everywhere. And... We're going to talk about those ideas of optimism because, again, like I said, it is so easy to just focus on the news and people dying over here and climate change happening over here and these people saying this about me or, you know, or, or the ridiculous comments that I get or that I got on a single post, you know, over the past week that I actually just forgot about. But nonetheless, what, do, what does this come down to? Well, let me give you your number one, your environment. See, your optimism is impacted by your environment, such as the people you're around. See, the people who you are around, they ultimately end up shaping your attitude and beliefs, your behaviors. You know, the role models, you know, it could ultimately set a barometer for your own beliefs. The normalization of what is expected of you, what is possible of you. 
they could change and dictate how you think. See, around them, what ends up bleeding, it bleeds into ours. And if you don't have a supportive environment, some uh, people who are forward-looking, excited, building for the future, it's your job to create a culture. You know, you need to shape that influence. If you can't, it's your job to find a community that supports it. How many times have you guys heard me back in 2016 when I, uh, you know, I got this book right here. I cannot believe I still have this book. And I can't remember what principle it is. Jack can't feel the sex, uh, success principles. And when it said drop out of the ain't it awful club, I remember it was like principle number 40. My podcast place had uh, skyrocketed and I was like, oh my God, people are listening to me. Oh my God, this is the, this is when everything changes. Yet there were snakes at my job trying to see what I was doing outside my job. And then they ended up blaming me and I ended up getting in trouble at my job for making a podcast that no one knew except the guy who wanted to find dirt on me because I wasn't talking to him and bitching about him, about all things Thailand. There's a very popular guy by the name of... Uh, uh, it doesn't even matter, but he's a Twitter guy. He's a expat, been living here in Thailand for maybe more than 20 years. And all this guy does is just bitch, bitch, and bitch on Twitter. And guess what? If you look at his tribe and all the people posting in the comment section, they're all bitches like him. Not bitches as an ES. They're bi- they're, they are people who bitch too. See, it ultimately shapes your environment and you lose sight of what this beautiful world has to offer. They're saying, oh, Thailand this and Thailand that, the entitled expat community here in Thailand. See, I'm not around any of that, nor would I ever be. If I ever go somewhere or ever meet someone, yes, I am going to be very pedantic, in particular with who I am around. You cannot be just a teacher and hang out with me. It doesn't work like that. I'm sorry. You got to show me that you are excited and building a future that's going to change. You got to be a motherfucking huge thinker. Because look, the last thing I need is like, oh yeah, next year I'm going to Pretoria, South Africa to do my 5,000 US dollar transformation program and do this and do that. And they're going to be like, and those losers of the world, you know, if you flock with losers, you're going to end up a loser. Oh, what are you doing that for? Why would you even do that? See what I mean, people? Instead of people cheering you on saying, oh my God, I understand why you're going to do this because this is going to benefit this, this, and this, like my girlfriend. She's like, how much is it? Okay, 5,000. Now she said, oh, I don't know about 10,000 though. The high performance. And I know I said, yeah, I understand because obviously, you know, the only place I could actually go is that I would like to go to is Hawaii because I would have to take it online and stay in a hotel for about five hours a day for certification. And, you know, to get my certification and I've been seeing a lot of the videos online and I'm just like, oh, my God, I cannot wait until I do this, you know, because this is going to take me to the most unbelievable level ever. And I'm going to be able to just uplift myself to some of the greatest heights of my life with this. So. in saying that. How did I learn everything? I created a supportive environment. My girlfriend was like, "Okay, you could do the one in South Africa. I could come there, depending on, you know, money and everything, but the one in America, you might have to hold off on that until, and I was like, oh yeah, well, first and foremost, I don't even want to go to America until 2023. And the only part of America I would be going to is Hawaii, because that's not really technically America, 
right? Although it is, has the influence and everything. I don't have the crazies and the people fighting each other on airplanes and say, don't wear a mask and anti-vax motherfuckers. I ain't got time for that. So again, in saying that, looking at my family, there was no hope for my family's future. It was all about survival for them. How about looking at the people who were in my neighborhood back in 2001 with uh, when Andre's cousin Manuel got shot in the head, survived, shockingly. If I looked at everyone back in 2001, 2002, I didn't have mentors, but I could tell you right now in 2002, I made a conscious decision when I was standing in a circle with a bunch of losers from my middle school and they were talking about skipping class and I was getting ready to go to my favorite class, band, and I was going to be in a room full of what they would call geeks, quote unquote geeks, who wear medical uniforms and aviation uniforms. I was going to be around them. And guess what? I chose to be around them and all those fucking losers from middle school who wanted to skip class and said I was a geek and everything. They all dropped out of high school, never graduated. And they're the losers of the world. You see what I mean? And saying that, like, I, I, you know, I think one of the biggest things that happened to me was when I went to Arizona for college. You know, new people of service, different nationalities, having a native indigenous uh, community out there. I forgot what tribe they were from, but being friends with them and seeing how close I was to them. Being around people from remote parts of Iowa, uh, uh, you know, meeting people from Australia, which was just a precourse to what I was going to end up doing, uh, you know, moving to five years later, meeting people from Serbia, Bahamas, Grenada. I mean, I mean, this was one of the greatest things that ever happened to me in my life. And then when I went back to, of course, my hometown, Las Vegas, everything just changed. I was like, oh, man, you know, I just unfortunately I'm going to have to move in with one of my close friends from high, you know, from high, you know, from childhood. But I'm nothing like him. He goes out, he drinks beer. And that's Andre. Andre, obviously, he still he has two kids to this day. I'm so proud of him. Still keep in contact with him. Love him to my to love him to my <laughs> my dying breath. Right. But I knew if I hung around with Andre on those nights and played beer pong with a bunch of fucking losers, I would have ended up a loser. I just thought there was more to life than to doing that. <clears throat> and so there were other people who would go out and they would go clubbing and do this and do that. I'm like, I'm not about that life. Fast forward into today. Oh, Arsenia, do you have friends? I got one friend. Who knows how long she's going to last in my life? Arsenia, why don't you have any friends? Well, the thing is, obviously, I'm speaking all day every day. So I don't feel like, you know, I'm like, I mean, I really don't need any friends. I just need like the close batch of friends to do this and that. But at the same time, you got to know who is around you. And so let's get into number two. I'm getting a little bit off track. Individualism versus collectivism, right? We ultimately become our myopic point of views. Or we just become myopic. Again, not myopic, but myopic in our point of views. It's like our individual happenings that happen to us ultimately becomes our collective reality. So if I am not getting ahead, no one is. If I'm having a good time, everyone is. If I'm succeeding, it's too e you know, it's easy for everyone else to succeed. But see, if it's your own reality that isn't good, you imagine the rest of the world, the rest of the world isn't good too. Depress people. Depress people. Oh, yeah, people could be very depressed down and out based on what's happening in their life and watching what's happening on TV. But you know what? Everything in the human story has gotten better, people. 
look at the life expectancy. I do believe that Japan, Macau, and a couple of the, the Nordic countries, Singapore, have the light, highest life expectancy rates. If you compare these expected these expectancy rates, you know, to the 1950s, 60s, 70s, it would be far lower. America was like at 56. Now America is above 80. A lot of people will say, oh, that's because the wars. No, the lifestyles have completely changed. How long children are living after they are born? The abundance of what is happening around the world, worldwide, is changing. The medical advancements, the technical advancements, the scientific advancements, it's been outstanding. Now, yes, I get it. Are there still challenges? Absolutely. Are there other places getting ahead faster? Fuck yes. How far ahead is Singapore compared to the entire sub-Saharan, you know, sub-Saharan section of the continent of Africa? Beyond miles. But if you look at the collective story, you would stand back in awe. To see that black people and white people are now going to school in the same schools is massive. To see now there, that there are more black teachers and looking at the advancement in terms of, of, of acceptance and equality in Asia for black people, it has completely changed from what it was eight years ago. As a Thai society, they are collectively getting better at accepting black people, not only as teachers, but as human beings and part of the community as it was eight years ago. And I have everything and, and all the gratitude in the world to be very excited about that. You know, and so going into this next one, beware of news trash, people. That was my rant at the very beginning. When was the last time you watched TV and you were watching something and felt optimistic after you watched it? Come on, be honest. Listen, news organizations are paid for engagement. See, sadly, it's easy to engage in what bleeds. And that ultimately leads. See, what they do, they make it as conflictive, divisive, polarizing, sensational. People are going to click and watch it. The more ads, or the more people watch, the more ads, those shareholders win. And ultimately, that shareholder is the culture. And that negativity, okay, bleeds into pessimism. It's perpetuated in the media. See, it has a specific agenda, regardless of which, whatever news media outlet, it doesn't fucking matter. The left side, the right side, the upside, the downside, I don't give a fuck. Politics is disgusting. And now they're putting politics into everything. See, a lot of people would still be living today if it wasn't for the media in regards to what happened in America last year. A lot of people would still be living today if they didn't listen to the fucking CDC saying masks don't work at the very dawn of COVID. A lot of people would be living. And what ended up happening is a lot of people die because they listen to MSNBC and all those goddamn clowns out there in America and they got their asses killed. The media does kill. And so... What ends up happening, especially during COVID, a lot of people ended up becoming like OCD and developing obsessive compulsive disorder and, you know, always washing their hands and doing this because that kick, that clickbait engages you even more and more and more. The most I've ever been sucked into the media last year, obviously, was during the elections. 
I literally just, I was completely, completely, um, what is it? Just, just, oh man, I'm trying to use that word. Uh, the one that, uh, oh my God, it's, it's the word in regards to Medusa turning people to stone. And I just couldn't even move. I forgot. I haven't used this word in more than 10 years, but nonetheless, I was so into that, that it had control of me. That's what the media does. COVID was so bad last year that they were pumping out so much toxicity. Look what happened. So what you need to do, you need to decide and check that perspective. And of course, the last four and the last one progress. If you want to feel better about your future, crush it this week. If you want to start preparing for next year, crush it this month. Do you want to have a better and happier demeanor overall? Crush it. I'm telling you right now, when I took out news out of my life, it was the best thing that ever happened. The only news that I actually look is at Thai news, and it's all about vaccines. How many vaccines have been admitted, uh, administered? That's it. Everything else I don't give a damn about because I can't control it. And it has nothing to do with me. So with those four things, can you pump some more optimism into your life? The choice is yours. Over and out.